Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello. Would you like a tea? No. <laughs> What's happened here? Right. So I was like, so we're doing how to plan a, res- a, a, yeah. a renovation. Yeah. And I was like, well, when you're renovating, the builders come in. And what do you do? You ask them if they would like a cup of tea. Yes. That shows how little I've planned a, a renovation. But I think that's exactly right. You do offer them a cup of tea. Okay, great. So first tip. First tip, smash it. In the introduction. Done, Stevie. Well <sighs> done. Welcome to Nobody Panic. It's a podcast where we do some how-tos. Um, Tessa has been renovating her entire flat really yeah yeah um and we got an email recently um from Catherine, who thank you very much for your email we did an episode about how to understand what a wall is yes quite a while ago and then we haven't really checked back in we haven't no we haven't checked back in and so Catherine says have we heard from tess yet about her renovation journey and how to deal with builders would be great to have episodes as a follow-up to the wall episode thanks Catherine. i'm i'm excited Mm -hmm. it's been a real uh roller coaster yes and if i may um, a lot of that's why people get divorced on grand designs. <laughs> they, they, uh, it's a lot. It's more than you think, and you think there's idiots on grand designs. Like uh, I could do it, and then when you're actually, you're like, mm, mm. Mm. and I was doing it on such a small scale, yes, and it was it was a lot. Okay. Yeah. So this is maybe, you know, and again, like maybe return to this one day in the future, in which case, hello, you're back from the future. Wow. It's it's us again that you thought, oh, I'll listen to that if I've ever got my own place. You did it. You did it. Well done. Um, Yeah. Maybe you got a little new place. Maybe you bought something very sort of 1970s and you thought a a little fixer upper and you thought, here we bloody go. And maybe you got a nice partner and you thought, we'll wear some plaid shirts, get a little bit of paint on our cheek. Knock knock that wall through. Probably not that fucking wall Oh, you can't. Okay. Uh, Okay. 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 Oh, okay. oh dear, oh dear. Yeah, and then you're in. You're in. And I think, yeah, tip number one is um, eyes open, heart full. <laughs> eyes open, be ready. Eyes open, heart full, be ready. Be ready. It's like, yeah, go into it, excited for it, but be ready that no matter like how much you plan, how much you prepare, you'll, you will be surprised and there will be tears along the way. And you just have to be like, yep, that's what she said. This is part of the journey. Mm. I didn't fail. My eyes are open. My eyes are open. Yeah. Full of tears, but they're open. <laughs> yeah, you know, just to be like, don't um, don't kid yourself that uh, everyone else... You know when someone says like, oh, it'll be really stressful, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah not for me. 
Mm, of course. Yeah. I, I mean, bought plaid in, in preparation. I bought plaid. I bought, well, famously, I bought myself a Barbie pink boiler suit. Yes, yes, I, yes. <laughs> in preparation. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm ready. I'm, com- I'm completely ready. Well, For what? <laughs> here we go. And it was, it was, it was so, so fun. And again, I think it's a thing that like, if you, if your heart does not beat for it like don't do it but if you know Mm. but anyway let's i'm excited let's do our adult thing of the week which we do uh which is the most grown-up thing we've done this week and then we'll return and get stuck into our elevations mine is oh i couldn't think of one just before we started and then um producer naomi was like sat in silence silence for ages being like oh no we haven't (laughs) oh we've achieved nothing and then it was like tell them what happened last week which is i was sat in a coffee shop um i was on the phone i was actually on the phone to my agent that's quite adult already bit of business and discussing how I'd not been cast in a show that my friend uh, wrote. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, I was, I was discussing, and then I literally was saying, well, and she was saying, oh, I'm, ever, I'm sorry that, that you're friends and they didn't give you the part. And I said, ah, that's okay. It's the industry. Highs and lows. And I said so wisely, at which point there was a knock on the window mm-hmm. and um, I was like, ah, ah, and someone was waving at me through the window. And I was, of course, you know, face blind. So I was like, my friend. <laughs> So I, so I waved so enthusiastically and hoping I was like, start the wave and my brain will catch up eventually and hopefully tell me who this is. Mm. But nothing was really coming. And it was such a delightful, uh, so much so delightful. And they um, spun their iPhone round to me and uh, pointed to their headphones and the picture of our podcast was up and they were listening to us. That's so nice. And I waved. It was so delightful. Waved your hand off. Yeah, so and excited. I was just like I was like, it was so, and we were, <laughs> and I was like, wait, wait, let me take a picture of you, and then then they were like, bye, and then they gave me the thumbs up, and I was like, that is so so nice. That is so nice. That is so nice because. Yeah, I, I really had been thinking for a while. Like I was like, I wonder, like sometimes on the tube when people are like listening to things, I do look over to be like, I wonder if I'll ever be, and I can like tap them on the shoulder and be and like, it it's me. And it, of course it never <laughs> is. No, no, no. You know, It's off menu. It's off menu, <laughs> obviously, every time. Um, but like, and I, I, so I have, it's a thought I've like entertained of like, I wonder if anyone's ever listening to us and we're right there. And but like statistically, it seems unlikely. Anyway, there was someone. So it was a delight. So hello to you, if that was you. Hello to you. Hello to you. The only other time it's ever happened is right. I've tried first started going to therapy mm. and I was crying in the brownie shop oh. and I didn't have a bra on. I just looked like such a wreck and I was sobbing. And this girl, lovely girl, was like, "So sorry, are you Tessa Coates from Nobody Don't Panic? say that. <laughs> no, I loved it. And she was the most immaculate girl I'd ever seen. Burberry trench, silk scarf, yes. and she said, "You've helped so much." That's, well, that is nice, actually. <laughs> and I was that like, That's is so nice. nice. But I was like, I couldn't believe that you, the most put together woman I'd ever seen. Well, that and then you're like, "Who you are we?" Judge. You've given so much of yourself away to this yeah, amazing woman that you're the host. <laughs> yeah. like we did it all for you. It's all in that Burberry trench. <laughs> drained me of my life force. What you got in the tank? Not the same thing. And um, I got so I bought some books, um, and a lot of them were sort of the, essentially the same book, but just in different ways. As is the Amazon algorithm. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that I bought them. Off, what, off, what do Amazon. you mean? What kind of books? How I mean, many are we talking? What do you mean? How many books? <laughs> what? <laughs> so, what do you mean? How many books are we talking? I bought like seven. They were all uh, pre-Raphaelite. The covers were all like pre-Raphaelite paintings with like bright uh, neon pink. Uh, Gorgeous. Say over, no over more. Top. Say yeah. no more, Stevie. I'll, I'll give them all to you ne- next time we But I'd space them out if I were you. And then <laughs> it's, it's too much. The last few weeks have been really intense for me. <laughs> so then to kind of like break out of the algorithm, I bought uh, another what? book. Or uh, just something totally different. I bought an egg. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> no, I bought another book. I then went out and then into Waterstones and just bought a book. And I was like, I don't even know what this is. I'll just buy it. A very famous book called A, a Little Life. Oh gosh. Yes. Um, I mean, I thought it, it's great. <sighs> wow. But, but, what, a, what a twist for the listeners. Yeah. So, but when it, it's five, it's so big. It's like 500 pages. I mean, it's not it, a woman having a day out in Manhattan, is no, it? No, it's not. Uh, well, so far, it's just uh, four, four guys having a day out in, in Manhattan. And, and I and imagine no, it will stay like that. And there's no reason to think they won't all continue to have a good day out it in Manhattan. It seems like there's no foreshadowing. Ben was like, well, I'm never going to read this because it's too big and the font is too small. Uh, it'll be too much. It'll be too intellectually challenging for me. And I've got this real thing because I did English literature at Durham where everyone was like, oh yes, of course, um, my favourite book is The Canterbury Tales. Um, and I'd be like, I like Gone Girl. But I just so I felt very ba- in- mm. inadequate all the time. And I felt that when I saw this book. I was like, well, this is just going to be another book that I'm going to read and be like, sorry, my favourite book isn't Dostoevsky. Like, started reading it. And, I, and that was my adult thing because it was like, I uh, didn't just put that book on my shelf and be like, I'll just put it on my shelf because it's 500 pages and I could, ne- could never possibly. I'd, mm. I'd be too, I'm too thick. I'm simply too thick. Wonderful. Right, come okay. on. Get what, in I here. I've forgotten what we're even talking about. Renovation. Oh, yes. Get Biffin, your Biffin ship get to your, renovations. Get your pink boiler suit on. Here yeah. we go. So, to give you a layout of my flat, you go in the door, mm-hmm. turn, to the little, turn to the little left. Mm-hmm. It's a real, what we might have called in the 80s, a step saver, which was a nice way of saying it's very small. You turn to the left, you got a room. Go one bit, you've got another room on the left. I'm already, I'm losing confidence in my layout. Lots of rooms. One, one, two, galley kitchen straight ahead of you, three, bathroom. Yes. And so, and each room very small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And nothing um, updated since the 80s. So like very, um, absolutely livable, very sweet, but like very... Um, holes in the walls. Holes, oh, there's as holes in, in that wall. As in, you allowed me to come round and try and put a shelf up. Without yes. having ever put a shelf up before for content purposes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was how bad the wall was. Absolutely. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, what? go for it. Yeah. Whereas now I'd be like, get away from my walls, Stevie. 100%. As you should. As I should. Um, yeah, absolutely. Everything. And and also, not updated since the 80s, plus then um, rented out, which is just shorthand for being like, nobody cared. Yeah. So, you know, why take the wallpaper off and do it correctly when we could just paint over the wallpaper? So... I was obsessed with this idea that I wanted to knock down the wall between my galley kitchen and what was the living room and make this bigger open plan kitchen living room. And I was like, here we here we bloody go. And I got in first step. You've got to get in the structural engineer. Well, actually, truth be told, first thing I did was I did actually just find a builder on the Internet who came around to tell me who literally just knocked a hole in the ceiling and was like, that's the supporting wall. And I was like, right. The interesting thing about a supporting wall is that it's like supporting the roof. So you've got oh. to knock into the ceiling to know which way the joists are lying. So Jesus if you imagine, Christ. yeah, I know. Joists like, is involved. Joists is And when you want to knock a wall down, you need to understand whether that wall is supporting the roof. Understood. And what, so whether, and then you, you really can't know until you're not through the bit of ceiling. And then Joyce falls and down. And Joyce falls out and she's like, supporting, and then she <laughs> pops back up again. Yeah. So basically you need to know whether they run, I see. which way they run. So you've got to get a structural engineer in and, um, and lots of builders nowadays won't, in fact, a, a builder who knows his worth and is a good builder will not go ahead with your project without the sign-off of a structural engineer. That's a good tip. Good, yeah. Right, so you okay. can't, so if you have somebody who's like, yeah, I'll just obviously if you've got someone around to put up a shelf they don't need the structural engineer here okay. but if you're doing any sort of big building work 
if your builder is not saying where is the sign off from the structural engineer red flag okay so this is how you get into like this is when you use the phrase like cowboy builders people who are like do the work and they will do it because because it will stay up for perhaps a year but ultimately if you take that down without doing the support and all the stuff that it needs like that's coming down Mm -hmm. eventually don't mess about yeah because it's your it's It's your your home home. (laughs) like it's your home no matter how much you're like well this person's charging me this and this one's charging me like this like obviously let's go with the cheap guy no let's Mm. go with the go with the most boring man you can possibly imagine we're we're looking for anoraks we're looking for sensible shoes we're looking for like no jokes the structural engineer came round it was there for two hours never cracked a smile great we couldn't get anything out of him yeah Um, at one point I started crying and he said I noticed that you are crying like that that. I was crying because I had it in my head I was like well once you own the house you can do anything like all these years I've not been allowed to you know I've rented I've not been allowed to paint or put up a shelf or do anything hasn't stopped you but yeah it hasn't stopped me but (laughs) But the guilt in your mind yeah Yeah. but technically it wasn't allowed and all these years I've been like well I own now I'll be able to have all my my dreams my Mm. interior design dreams and uh and he came around and he was like no and I'd never really occurred to me that somebody was going to say no which is what made me cry because I just was like what what was he saying no to that I couldn't take down this wall I wanted to take down Jesus and that is so integral to that's my whole project basically that was it that was me I wanted to buy the house because I was like (gasps) I'll not between the kitchen and this and I'll make this open plan space like I want this is what I wanted to do and I was like I basically was like no (laughs) at him I was like all right but it there must be a way around it. Now, a lot of people will start, if you're going to do any wall work, you're going to use the phrase an RSJ. Oh, you will be, yeah. You will be saying RSJ, mate. <laughs> and um, that's a reinforced steel joist. Joist is back. <laughs> joist is back and now she's armed. She's armed. <laughs> After she popped out, I was like, it's supporting. She went back, got some steel. She's reinforced, mate. She's back. <laughs> so You need to take out the wall that is holding the one above it up. Yeah. And so what you then need, to, and you're like, someone's like, fine, you can take it down. But what you need to do is build yourself a C shape. So like up, across, down the other side right. of steel. Oh, so you make like a very big, so you make the other walls almost structurally and yeah, you cr- su- crucial. You su- no, no, in the place that the wall's coming down, Yeah, you put in this like big C shape that's like holding that bit of ceiling up. And then I was like, well, I'll have one of those. And I, also I'd learned the word RSJ. So I kept being like, God, I'm whack- I'll have an RSJ. And he was like, stop just saying RSJ, <laughs> which is as I'm weeping, really won't let me thing. And he was like, you can't have an RSJ either because oh. you're in a block of flat and so the weight of that point of the C shape that corner and that corner where it's taking the load from the ceiling that pressure is now too much for the flats below and their ceiling will cave in put put an RSJ in everyone just just keep going down so then I was like right well why don't we put another joist along the floor and he was like so your plan is just to stride over a big steel (laughs) joist every day and I was like could be (laughs) anyway so I had a big cry about that and then and so this would be my tip number two we've got our eyes open and this is what we're having our eyes open, hearts full, perhaps your dreams will not be allowed. Right. So be ready for someone to be like, that's a supporting wall, that hasn't got permission to knock through this. Like, you can't actually do all these things that you're envisaging. You can't just take the roof off and make it glass. And then I would be like, let your, like, be a bit sad for a moment, but then be open to the idea that, like, you are not an architect. If you are an architect, don't be listening to this. Yes. What are you doing? You're wasting your time. There's lots of architect podcasts. (laughs) There's professional stuff out there. Um, Don't, but remember that you're not an architect. So, like, let's now at this point get lots of advice from, like, 
let's get the structural engineer's advice. Let's get builder's advice. Let's get an architect in if you want. Like, let's get people's, I, ideally don't pay for them, but like get, you know, people to say, I don't, like, don't, I don't want to steal spend, the ideas. I don't want of- you to be saying, I don't want to pay like £10,000 on an architect at this point. I just want to be like, let's get lots of people that you trust in your life into the house now um adults who've done it you know yeah. whatever and let's have their ideas for like better because lots things. of people do have experience yeah. of, of renovating in a way even if it's just like they did their kitchen and, it, and they live in a completely different house to you they'll still be able to be like oh we tried this or we did we this. did yeah, yeah exactly so the moment yeah. if you get yourself too boiled down in like this has to be where the sink is and this has to be the table then you then when those aren't allowed you're going to be like then you won't be able to sort of see the wood for the trees but if someone can come in and be like okay new idea sink over here you're like okay could be so what the structural engineer the first builder every single adult who came into the house literally everybody said was instead of this wall and and you just imagine where i'm pointing at a wall everyone Mm -hmm. what about the wall between the two um front rooms and why no it's hard to imagine oh i know i I know yeah Yeah. so instead of so then you have one big so you're still making you, a big what, yeah. space so instead just, of making this thing because I really wanted to keep two bedrooms they were like why don't you abandon ship on that have one really big great room and accept you're going to have two one then crap room and one truly crap box room which is where I've now built my bed that, okay. that small bed I mailed it up Twigs you remember I do remember yeah. so they were like here's a new idea and for, I really fought against that for a long time and actually what they created was like so perfect and so much better than my original idea. Mm-hmm. So the thing I was crying about that I couldn't have, I'm so glad that that wall is a supporting wall and wasn't meant to be. And also a big part of that is like, that isn't what the house, I'm going to use the phrase, wanted to be here. But I like, understand. the house did not want that wall to come down. Like that's an integrity, that shouldn't have come down ever. Whereas the one that did come down, that was right. It's Dead. not what the Lord wanted. Yeah. It, that's exactly it. And so keep repeating that to yourself around there and be like, that's not what the Lord wanted. Don't force a circular window. Don't force the Lord. Into a space, like that window in Paddington Bear looks beautiful because that was the original window in this old Victorian house. Like, don't just whack one in. It into... might just look like, well, you've just tried to put the Paddington Bear window in your flat yeah. rather than like, oh, wow, it really goes. That goes, really exactly. Beautiful. Like, let's always, like, let exactly that. Like, let's, it goes. It, well, okay, so there's this V&A exhibition about costume design and at the, um, at the opening of the thing, you walked under this big, and I think I've talked about this before, but I was obsessed with it. It was by a famous costume designer. I'm sorry to say I don't know who it was. And their quote was, if I've done my job well, you won't know I was here. Right. And it means like, you won't think that's a costume. You'll think that's what that character, that's who, what they, and you won't even think mm. that's a character. You're just like, that's what they wear. That's mm. who they are. They're com- that's completely perfect. Whereas when you see somebody wearing a, a, what feels like a costume on a show, you're like, hmm, what an odd choice. Mm. And so you want to be aiming for that of like, you shouldn't ever, when you see the new, what you've done with it, you should think this was what the house wanted yeah, to be. Yeah, this was always here. This was always here. This was always part of it. You shouldn't be like, why have you put that window in? You should always be like, we're, don't just, don't fight what you haven't got. Like work with the space. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Next step, um, finding your builder. Mm-hmm. Um, I just asked on Twitter, actually, if anybody had a builder and um, a friend said, this guy's fantastic. And I was like, I trust this person. Mm. And I also believe in their taste. Got this guy in, loved him so much, so serious um, and wouldn't let me just, you know, I, I kept being like, go on, crack on. And he was like, we don't say crack. We don't say crack on. We don't, we do everything correctly. And this way maybe like get approval from like everyone else in my building to say what I wanted to do. And again, I would have just been like, I'll knock it down. What are they going to do? No, like do it by the book, get everything approved. Right. And then finally, and then it's like, and then can be a lot of like waiting at this point and being like, when do we begin? We're so, we're ready. Come mm. on. Um, and, uh, and then finally we're ready to go. And then his number one instruction to me was move out, <laughs> move yes. out. Right. And I said, no, because well, first I didn't have anywhere else to go. And also I thought it would be fun. So, and I say to you, anyone listening who is also like, I think it will be fun. I would like to live in it. I, me, Tessico's, feral almost had a nervous breakdown <laughs> so please move out if you possibly can and even though you're like i don't have anywhere to go go in somebody's spare room like go home it's to your parents better. go you were because you, you weren't you kind of the reason you had a nervous breakdown is you also didn't have anywhere to go because you couldn't really be in your house yeah so it actually would have been better to have at least had somewhere else to go actually yeah. moving out would have given you somewhere to go yeah and and anything that you're like it would be cheaper if we say no it won't <laughs> it like put your stuff in storage go anywhere you possibly can for however many months i swear on my life that will be better it will also move faster because the builders you won't be in there with all your stuff like you won't everything everything you own will be covered in dust like covered in dust they had to build this like orange sort of tent flap around the bedroom and because i didn't get rid of any of the stuff i just put the two mattresses got two bedrooms i put one mattress on top of our mattress i live with my boyfriend built something that i kept calling sky bed which was just <laughs> incredibly high bed my boyfriend also i'm feral he is so 
such a nice clean boy yes. he was on the edge of madness for like the duration of it he I, fell first and then you oh, had a he fell first and he fell fast and hard <laughs> poor boy um at one point i tried to make us a romantic dinner and the dinner was on um three bags of plaster and a, and then i put a candle in the middle and like we just sat in the dark like on perched on some bricks like <laughs> in the living room and we had to wear our coats all the time because they turned all the heating off to like get to the pipe work like we just should not have lived in it I don't regret it but we shouldn't have done it um so yeah if you possibly can please move out of it you can go in every day you can like be part of it you can do all the stuff you can you know do it but yeah get, just get out it just makes it so much easier if that house is empty and then people can just like crack on um next thing that people have nervous breakdowns um on grand designs it takes so much longer than you think and just accept that they will give a quote and it will go over time and over budget and just be ready i think go into it be like this is our budget and then you probably need to say a lesser budget to the builder right okay so then when it does does go over you're not like well now i'm bankrupt i'm now i'm bankrupt like Like, just don't not bankrupt yourself be like here's my budget here's my pretend budget here's my secret money Mm -hmm. on the side that i'm ready for the amount of stuff you will find that the previous people did and again i i really wanted to be like let us let's pay the money let's do it correctly let's make the pipes correct rather than whatever's the cheapest weirdest thing to do the stuff that had been done to like cut corners Mm. that you will discover in the house will be like blow your mind and the more that you can be like let's just do it let's do it correctly as a money saving thing people can get very like well uh, we'll do that ourselves yes i can imagine you me yes. <laughs> yeah. and again i'll just, do the pipes I'll do, honest to god I'll, I was do like, I'll, I'll do the pipes i'll do the pipes find your line about like where um what do you actually get do you actually get joy from if you found joy in doing that thing then i would say sure Mm-hmm. go for it like painting painting or... the past like stuff like that that you're like but uh, but um... well, so if you're living in the thing is it feels like if you get joy from say painting a wall mm-hmm. or whatever that's one thing but do you get joy painting a wall when you've been when, when you're living in a building site mm. and already you're pushed to your absolute mental capacity yeah. limit and then you have to paint a wall and deal with all of the stuff around that that's very different to just being like, oh, should we just paint that wall? Yeah. Like it feels like... It's a ve- exactly right. It's a very, very different kind of fish. And me and my plaid jumper, my plaid shirt, bit of paint on the thing, dream, like that's not what's happening here. You're living in chaos and it's not fun and it's not like fun to do. And also you can get very like, well, they've... So say like sanding the floors for something as people do. And again, like if you think that sounds really fun, please do it. Like what a cool thing to do. But I would say like, say they want to charge you a thousand pounds to sand the floors. Mm. And you're like fuck you I can do it for way cheaper which you absolutely can but you have to rent that sander that massive big thing that you Mm. it's like the size of a man and you you have to sand yourself you have to rent that you have to sand yourself it takes hours like hours and hours and hours and then you have to varnish it you have to do all this stuff you have to you know so it will easily take you a week and so like if you think that'd be so fun and you would love the brilliant what a fantastic project but if you're just doing that to save money if they've quoted you a thousand pounds, but it will be done and you don't have to do it and you can go to your job, whatever it is, mm. presumably not sanding and do that. <laughs> Otherwise you have to take a week off work. And, you know, it's this like, yeah. it's this constant thing of being like, right, but how much did it cost you to not do your job? Yeah. Like yeah. at the time that I was doing it, I, um, I was writing this script that I'd been paid to write. And instead of writing the script, I was in every day doing things with the builders. And people kept saying to me, they were like, stop doing it because 
you the builders aren't coming into your room and being like i've got i've got a couple of ideas for that character actually like they're not it's not a like it would make you would make more money just to pay them and do your work and so it's about finding that line about like the money cost time thing about like yes technically it costs less money but it costs you a week of your life to do it so i've got two more things one is is about the money of being like it's so i would say don't get an ikea kitchen interesting and i say that like there are bits from ikea that you can get but i would say like that's the end of ikea sponsoring this podcast sorry ikea you've got so much other great stuff the difference between nothing and a cheap kitchen is massive but the difference between a good kitchen and a great kitchen is very small okay yeah so you once you've already if you're going to go for a kitchen get the best one you can possibly afford yeah okay and you buy all the like the fridge and the dishwasher and things separately and then you get a company to like make it for you Mm -hmm. um and again the company that i got um wanted to charge me for installation and i was like nah i'll put it i'll put it together i'll do that and the the woman was like she was like we've actually never had anyone say that they they can put it together (laughs) oh so are you a you're a comedian are you a professional yeah uh what happened was that three men came for three days and one of them was the best scribe in the country. And a scribe is a specific job for being a carpenter where you ascribe cool like words. I know that's what I said. And he was like, yeah, I get that a lot. <laughs> and he says the best scribe in the country. And what a scribe is, is making um, a bit of your cupboard like fit to the wall and fit so snugly that it looks like it's was built into the wall basically um and that's what scribing is and so like three men three days at the top of their game Mm. and i thought i could do it to like save some money and i think about it all the time of being like i'd be looking at my kitchen every every drawer would be off every handle would just be hanging there it's like a thing of being like just accept it pay it like this is this is make it good and Mm. if you if you're not at a place where you currently can do that just don't just don't do it. And again, keep listening to the professionals. Like, keep listening. Even when you're like, I want it all pink. Or I want to have this. Or I want to have a smeg. For example. For example, you know, maybe your dream was to have a smeg oven. Or a, a, the Barbie pink smeg if fridge. you've got 20 grand, fine. Fine, have it. But like, keep listening to people being like, will you actually, do you actually want that? Is that right for the house? Yes. And I wanted initially this inc- stupid range cooker thing that looked like it was from a sort of French farmhouse. Mm. Then um, a white butler sink and the butler sink is when it like drops down so the front is like ceramic and oh. exposed. Can you imagine that? Like It, lo- it looks like a drawer. You've like slid the sink in. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, the thing do is you like, have a butler sink? I do not. Good, but, actually. God, actually. Because <laughs> I thought I did want one. And I was like, I want the butter sink, I want the Barbie pink smeg fridge, and I want this range cooker that looks like it's from a French farmhouse. All very complimentary styles. Abs- exactly what the fr- <laughs> what the professional kitchen man said. And he was like, he actively, even though he, 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 you know, he could have just said, we'll let you, ha-. he didn't say, to his credit, he wasn't like, sure, we'll have you. He said, no, that <laughs> is horrid. You can, but don't. But can, but don't. He was actively said, what is your showpiece in your kitchen? And I was like, okay, wow. And for me, it was that I'd got a countertop that was <laughs> very on brand for me, copper. Yes! After was, years of just painting things with copper. copper what if we actually had some copper? Jesus, I'm so, so my sh- my my countertop was copper. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, so right now you've got your ca- co- countertop copper, mm. pink fridge, range cooker, yeah. but the sink. He was like, you don't live in an LA apartment with this pink fridge. You don't live in a French farmhouse and you don't live in the middle of the countryside with hundreds of dogs. You live in a London flat that is tiny. Work to the space that you have and complement the space and stop fighting it. And he was like, 
choose your showpiece let that be the showpiece and let everything else complement it wow. and I was really like mm-hmm, these are good interior design yeah, this is smart this, is, this really is so good. smart and so I've been so struck along the way by letting the professionals guide you mm-hmm. and re- let somebody who knows say that's a terrible idea let's work to this base let's stop fighting it let's complement it let's mm-hmm. work together and I do feel every time I come home I feel like the house is like look at me yeah <laughs> look at me I'm so nice. As opposed to being like, why have I got this fridge? <laughs> Which is, why is this fridge in me? You know? Um, right. We also, to get us more space, we knocked through a bit of chimney and put the cooker into the chimney. Oh my gosh. So it looked like it was meant to be there, like That's all great. along. An expensive thing to do because it would have been so much cheaper to just wall that up and pretend that chimney wasn't there. And everything, I was like, I want it to be right after years yeah. and years of being like, Oh, people have cut corners and done crap. Like and it's small as awesome. Yeah, you know, making use of the small space you yeah, have. Make, exactly, make the use yeah. of the space. Don't. Yeah, exactly. Um, a really interesting thing. If anyone is beginning this process, if you find the fanciest kitchen company you can, they will do a free. They do a free consultation. Ooh. And a free design layout. So you give them your floor plan. You go in for a meeting, and they give you a beautiful layout. They do it for free because they assume correctly that once you go there you're like oh my god that's so fucking nice i want it but the thing is free and then you're free to go you could take it to someone else absolutely that's really great so yeah so go go to them go to them go to the last thing and the last thing i say is i was so prepared with the builders who i loved so much it was my nice man my serious nice man and then my main man was a guy called Derek, who was polish and he thought he said to me once as i kept helping knock things down he said tessa you are making this very bad and very slow (laughs) (laughs) and then on a friday he'd go home for the weekend and he'd show me what he was working on because it was just me in the house and like me and him just amiably getting on with stuff together and then he'd be like now i need to do this and i need to do this and then i'd be like yeah yeah, and i'll crack on over the weekend he'd be like tessa do not crack on you (laughs) not do anything and I'd be like all right Derek um he was so nice to me he was really sweet because I was a girl wearing a barbie pink boiler jumpsuit who wanted to crack on on, and I wanted to learn about how everything worked and everything so they were so sweet to me um but um, a thing that I was so prepared for with the builders was uh one that they would defer the opinions and the questions to my boyfriend Mm -hmm. as the man and uh which they never did (laughs) Yeah, well, he was because he was rocking yeah, in the corner. Yeah, so he's like, you can't ask yeah. him. He's crying. <laughs> Nobody's himself. asking that man. Yeah. And the other thing is that they would try and rip me off. Okay. Or they they would say, you know, oh, you need this expensive thing, or like, you know, thing I didn't know what I was talking about. And actually, the opposite is true because I had got such good people who were in demand and good at their job they didn't need to rip me off because they were like i've got another job like and it's easier than this i don't need to be here and so when i would say things like this is where the sink is going they would be like oh but what if it was there and i was like right that's not where it's going they'd be like right but it'd it'd be cheaper and quicker and i was like no right we're going there so it's the opposite of what right which i was like so blown away by because and that's what happens if you get people who are really good is that they're like i can get easier money doing a quicker job somewhere else i don't want to put your sink there and so you have to stand your ground and be like that's where the sink is going i will pay you put the sink there um and equally like when i wanted these floorboards you know because it's expensive to get to have your floorboards done the guy was like or carpet (laughs) 
<laughs> so they actually sort of wanted to save me money constantly. They never ripped me off. They never did anything like that. And the polar opposite, they they attempted to do less <laughs> repeatedly. In which just put carpet on everything. In which I had to constantly be like, please. Yeah, uh, like carpeted kitchen. Why are you like, yeah. yeah. Imagine that. Right. So okay. final, final, final thing. thing. Okay. Making good. What's that? I know. Oh. Making good is the final stuff. It's the corking in your skirting boards. Excuse you. Well, exactly. It's the it's the painting. It's the final bits. It's the stuff that takes it from being like, oh, this is done to being like, this is a home. It can cost quite a bit of money. And I was like, I'm not fucking paying for making good. I'll do making good. I never I haven't done the making good. Yes, of course. I'm still living in it. Right. So pay for the making good. Okay. Get it done. Mm. Just be done. Mm. Just be done. Just pay it. Just move back in. Just get to the end. Can you spend the whole time just looking at various things? You just being like, oh, every day that. I come home, I look at the corking I haven't done. I look at the plastering I haven't finished. I look at all the bits that I said, I'll do that. And I haven't done them. Please, please, please finish the making good. Yes. Pay someone to do it. Get to the end. Get to the end. Enjoy your lives. Mm. Eyes open, hearts full. Eyes open, hearts full. Ass out. Ass out. <laughs> we got to. Labour of love. Oh my God, under pain. And um, love and pain. But I'm so proud of it. Yeah. And amazing. it's so worth it. Amazing. Well, I hope that helps everybody. Uh, great DIY journey update. We're at Nobody Panic Pod. Messages your suggestions. Nobody Panic Podcast at gmail.com. Godspeed. Godspeed. Goodbye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. It, we have a podcast and uh, it might be, uh, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, we, th- this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's perfect brands.